0: microphones and headphones provided by cad audio cad audio expression through innovation
1: do not attempt to adjust your device this is extreme freedom audio bulletin it cannot be traced cannot be stopped and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution
2: And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Jules, Jules, and Jules. Jules,
1: Jules, and Jules. Maybe not. It's Brett, Derek, and Mike. Sounds huh? like a weird law firm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How is everyone doing? <laughs> Good. Doing good. So, D23 this weekend. So, I guess next week we'll do a little D23 recap. Find out what's coming Star Wars-wise, Marvel-wise, Disney property-wise, be it films or theme parks. That could be a fun show to do. Um, let's see what else. week after that is San Diego Comic-Con. The start of the Geek, geek New Year. Mm-hmm. And we'll see just how much of a presence Marvel or Disney has at
2: Hall. H this year. I have a funny feeling it's not going to be much.
0: Mm, Yeah, me too.
2: I know uh, CW is going to be there. Melissa Benoist is on uh, the cover of TV Guide magazine promoting uh, promoting the Comic Con. I don't know if we talked about it last week,
1: but what what about Erica Durant's making an appearing making coming in on season three? Interesting,
2: very interesting. Wasn't she in? She was played Lois in Smallville. Yep, gotcha. Interesting. Yes, she did. Well, they're uh, bringing back all the old uh, characters.
1: Yep, uh, they're having her play what Kara's mom on. Uh,
0: from Krypton? I don't know.
2: I don't remember what role.
0: I don't remember either.
2: That's true, man. I feel old.
0: Oh. <laughs> We're old.
2: It's, that's, We're old and you like it. Speak for yourself. Old and black-hearted. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand. Feel.
0: <laughs> I just
2: don't understand. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: uh, I feel, uh, I feel like a spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Derek up in the weather chopper.
1: <laughs> How's the water buffalo down there? What can you see? <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna fly right in, drop some drop some napalm on them, and fry them up right there. <laughs> Barbecue time! I'm gonna drop
0: some turkeys out of this helicopter and uh, with a free giveaway. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, the humanity. Turkey's (laughs) going
0: through windshields. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew turkeys don't fly?
2: (laughs) We're really dating ourselves here. (laughs) WKRP references.
1: (laughs) so um speaking of dating ourselves uh something that was from god 15 20 years ago almost is coming back that means you're up derek
0: yep i know (laughs) (laughs) i just realized that i'm like oh yeah that's me (laughs) pregnant pause was that was that, that long ago? Wow! Oh. Yeah, it was quite a while ago. Huh? Tell you what, you, you you
1: fill us in on what we're dodging, and I'll tell you when. The, All right. The cartoon series was ninety four to ninety seven. Wow! The TV series, <laughs> wow. the TV series, which ran what just nine episodes, was from two thousand one to two thousand two. All right, now I do feel old. Uh, the animated series, which was 94, 97, was thirty six episodes. Hmm. But I, I still haven't announced what the name of this is because it's in your story.
0: I don't know, but it looks like uh, it looks like uh, you got some kind of facial tick going there or something. <laughs> you see what Cause it's, it's, <laughs> we're talking about. I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> we are talking about The Tick, oh. the TV show uh, that Amazon Prime did a trailer of last year, which I still haven't watched. I got to watch that. Did I say trailer? Yeah. I meant pilot Pilot episode. They did a pilot episode <laughs> last year, um, which I still haven't watched yet. I got to watch it. And uh, now they're coming back with a full season. And they just released a trailer for it. And uh, it's kind of exciting. I like the tick. Yeah. Mm. This this looks... Looks pretty good. So the yeah. pilot, the pilot uh, got enough votes that they decided to make it a show, and let's see how the show does. Uh, it says the the trailer has finally arrived, and it is chock full of the one liners and stupendously absurd superheroics that you've come to expect from the franchise, which is great. It's going to have have the tick and Arthur.
2: Arthur's the best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I guess the 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 way they handle it this in this series is um, that the tick is a man a physical manifestation of Arthur's subconscious. Oh jeez. Wow. Or well they don't they imply that so you don't actually know if it is or not. It's kind of like sometimes it seems like like it is, sometimes it seems like he's real.
1: Mm, gotcha. Yeah, now the question is, do you guys remember who did the voice of Arthur in the Tick animated series? Oh, ah, uh, yes.
0: No, I know. I used to know who it is and now I don't remember. We well, Me Geeks guest, Rob Paulson. That's right. Yes. back. Uh, Rob Paulson. Paulson is the best. Yeah, he is. Um, he had his own podcast going for a while, but I, I think he stopped doing it. Uh, he stopped? I know, we just got derailed.
1: He he stopped for a while when he was fighting throat cancer. Yes. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. He has beat it,
1: and I believe he has brought it back.
0: Oh, good. I'll have to uh, resubscribe to it. And that show is called Talking Tunes, and it is so worth the listen. So, getting us back on track. Oh, yes, I agree. It is worth <laughs> Listen. Uh the tick is coming to Amazon Prime on August twenty fifth. Day after my birthday. Uh, hey, happy birthday, you get a tick.
2: <laughs> I lo- I like that they're gonna have uh Patrick Warburton's gonna be uh playing some kind of role. Yeah. Role in there. He was great in the, the live action. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> this is a I, I, I love I love him, I love him anyways and anything he does.
1: Yeah hilarious. he's he is hilarious. Then you you yeah. would love him as the, the host in the video introducing soaring at Ipcot. Oh, really? He, he does the ride video. Hilarious. Just him or just his voice? It, it's
0: him.
2: Uh, oh, see if awesome. I can find it. I welcome on the uh, Run On Car uh, commercials, too. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, awesome. I used to love him on Seinfeld.
2: Oh, yeah?
0: <laughs> he used to kill me. Yeah, It doesn't say how many episodes this is here that I can see. Uh, I don't want the full ride through. Yeah, I've um, not seen any <laughs> oh, so here we go. Oh, you're going to say something Yeah, no, Go ahead. Here's the official synopsis of the tick in a world where superheroes have been real for decades. An underdog accountant with zero powers comes to realize his city is owned by a global supervillain long thought dead as he struggles to uncover this conspiracy. He falls in league with a strange blue superhero. Sounds interesting. What has Jackie or Hurley in it? Haley in it. Yeah. The, the, nice. the, the cast that they list, uh, yeah, there's some names. Yeah. yeah. Some
1: good stuff. Peter Fowitz. Griffin Newman, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, uh, Valerie Curry, Brendan Hines. Of course, these guys were in Guardians, Vinyl, Watchmen, House of Lies, Scorpion. Um, Yara Martinez plays Mrs. L- Ms. Lintz in the pilot. Has been promoted to a regular. Scott Spicer is has been booked on a regular role in the series, uh, playing the Punishment. And of course, with his career, he's also been on Agents of Shield, NCIS, Mike and Molly, Intelligence, Criminal Minds. He also had a run on the daytime soap, The Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also get Cahill, Ashanti, Ryan Woodle, Paul Moon, John Piracus. And Joshua Schubert. So seems seems to be uh, a decent cast. Yeah. Mm. Um, does it say on? Uh, I think right now it's just seven episodes because that's all that was listed oh, wow. on IMDb. Oh, cool. Hmm. For the series, is uh, each person is in the in the role for seven episodes.
2: Hmm. Didn't they have like a Miss America or something like that? Or yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Well, uh, the she Bat- went by a couple of names. Yeah. Bat- Batman. Well, Batman. Well, yeah. But it was also also, I think, in originally it was Deflata Mouse, mm. and it was American made. Is is
2: yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. but I
0: think she had another name too in one mm. of the one of the uh, iterations. Whatever. I'm
2: looking forward to this. Should be good. Yeah, should be. Um, is the animated series on anything that you guys know of? That is a good question. I'm not sure. I'll check in on Amazon tonight see if it's on there. I'd love to watch it again. <coughs> There were stories. Oh, there were stories on
1: why. Uh, yeah, American made in the live action was Captain Liberty, right? Or, yeah, and I'm trying to find why they were changed. At Captain Liberty. Um, it used to say on. They used to have it on here on why on Wikipedia on why they were changed, and I and I don't see it now. Uh, there's the cancellation. It's preempted for the World Series. Uh, Okay, Um, the Walt Disney Company inherited Fox's previous children's programming lineup and therefore owned the rights to many of the show names and trademarks. For this reason, American Maid and Die Mouse, two, two major characters in the animated series were unable to be written into the new show. They were replaced by Captain Liberty and Batman. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that's what happened. It was all Disney's fault. Of course. So, well, I guess speaking of Disney, uh, Marvel Television and Freeform, uh, both owned by Disney, by the Walt Disney company, uh, have announced the cast for the new comedic Live action adaptation of the popular Marvel comic New Warriors. So let's meet your New Warriors, shall we? I'm gonna go from the bottom of this article up. Uh Kate Connor or Kate Comer as Debris, aka Deborah Fields, or Deborah Fields, aka Debris. Uh Deborah is a proud, funny and quick is proud, funny, and quick witted, a low level telekinetic, very low. Like she can move a paper cup.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: Lame. <laughs> That's awesome, though. But we're laughing, so there is hope, potentially. Um, Matthew Moy from just recently canceled Two Broke Girls, uh, and he was also in Steven Universe. He was the diner owner. Oh, right, yeah. As playing Zach Smith, a.k.a. Microbe. Zach is a shy hypochondriac whose ability is that he could talk to germs that tell him where you've been, what you ate, with whom you hung out with. It's impossible to keep secrets around him. (laughs) There's hope. Um, Next up is Callum Worthy. You might know him from Austin and Alley. It was a show on on the Disney Channel and also on Cassandra French's Finishing School. He will be playing Robbie Baldwin, a.k.a. Speedball. Ah. Robbie is an impressive people pleaser with a misplaced sense of confidence who throws kinetic balls of energy that are completely out of control. Not too far off from the character he had on Austin and Alley, but mm. with mutant mm. skills. Um, Jeremy Tardy. He was in Dear White People, Ten Days in the Valley, as Dwayne Taylor, a.k.a. Night Thrasher. Brilliant, cool. brilliant and noble and maybe a bit full of himself. Dwayne is a shameless self-promoter and entrepreneur who also deeply believes in justice. Uh... Derek Th- Thieler, who was in Baby Daddy. I guess that show's been canceled. But he stays on this on uh, Freeform. Uh, he is playing Craig Hollis, a.k.a. Mr. Immortal. Craig can't die, or so he says. Although Craig's superpower <laughs> seems amazing, he hasn't made use of it at all. He figures, uh-huh. if he has all the time in the world, why learn how to do anything heroic? What's the rush?
0: <laughs> That's
1: good. And, and then this is where I'm... I make the argument that it should have been Anna Kendrick, but seeing the promo picture they, they throw up here for it, I could, I could see her too. Um, Milana Veintrup, uh, from This Is Us in Silicon Valley. You also know her as the AT&T girl. She is playing Doreen Green, aka Squirrel Girl. She's awesome. And, and I could see it. At first, I was gonna, I thought I was gonna be disappointed when I heard it. I'm like, wait, wait, what? No. Mm -hmm. But no, I I think she could pull it off. Doreen is a totally empowered fangirl who has the incredible powers of a squirrel. Her greatest quality is her optimism, and her best friend is a pet squirrel, Tippy Toe. So this series is slated to debut in 2018, um, on Freeform, which is Disney's young adult television and streaming network. So not quite super, not quite, or not yet. Heroes Marvel's New Warriors features six young people learning to cope with their abilities in a world where bad guys can be as terrifying as bad dates. <sighs> If, if this show is if this show is still considered part of the MCU universe and canon, um, I would love to see Clark Gregg show up. Every oh, now yeah. and then. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that won't save I'm a, it.
1: I, I'm holding out hope. I mean, it, it sounds entertaining. The cast seems to be pretty solid. Um, yeah, it's kind of. I'm interested it, in it. I I, I still want to see. Okay the the series is co produced by Marvel Television, ABC Signature Studio. Yes. Kevin Beigel, uh from Cougar Town and Enlisted will serve as the showrunner and executive producer, with Jeff Loeb and Jim Choi as executive producers. Of course, Loeb did Defenders and Punisher, uh, Troy, uh, Troy, uh Punisher and Inhumans. So, and I will tell you that Inhumans trailer looks phenomenal as well. Mm. I, I enjoyed it. It was all
0: right. To see that Lockjaw, few, that was cool. That that saved it. I'm, um, I'm still not sold on the on the costumes. Completely, I'm not either there. So far, I'm not. I'm not crazy about how Medusa looks. No, Black Bolt. I'm, I'm okay with. Yeah, but
1: uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it yeah. a shot. So um, now there was some other big news that came from Marvel.
2: Yes, there's going to be a little series returning in 2018. Might have heard of it. Luke Cage.
0: Never heard of it. Back n- on n- Netflix.
2: Nope. And Lucy isn't he in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Luke Cage Skywalker. Yes. <laughs> Luke- <laughs>
1: Luke Cage is on on Buck Rogers. He's standing to the left of Flash Gordon.
2: (laughs) Marvel Television Netflix announced that multiple award-winning actress and director Lucy Liu, you might have heard of her from Elementary, Graceland, and the uh, Charlie's Angel reboots. Mm. She's going to be debuting, directing the debut episode of the new uh, premiere. Was it?
1: In S- 18? Go ahead. Wasn't she also in Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon? I
2: know Michelle Yeoh was. I'm not sure she was or not. I don't remember anyways I apologize yeah thanks for hijacking my uh, story here (laughs) I'm having trouble getting out (laughs) derailed
0: yet again yes Uh
2: Lucy and I Lucy and I have been tight since our Southland days and she's a welcome addition to our Cage family she brings the same buoyant intensity deft humor and singular focus to her directing that she's always brought to her acting says the executive producer and showrunner Cheo Hadari Coker her enthusiasm and infectious and Lucy Luz states what a thrill to collaborate with marvel and netflix two industry titans who paint our world with inspiring stories and beguiling characters lucy Liu has also directed a couple episodes of elementary as well so this isn't going to be her first uh, foray into directing first oh, cool first romp in the yard yep so i still need to watch first season of luke Cage. so do i You guys haven't watched it? No, I couldn't get past the first. Actually, I think we watched two episodes. It gets better-ish. I I haven't gotten past three, episode three. So slow. I know, so
0: bad, too. Mm. Well, I haven't, um, I've only watched one episode of uh, Iron Fist because for the same reason.
2: (laughs) I'm I, like not uh, sure why.
1: I've seen bits and pieces from when people were watching at work. I just haven't had a chance to get there. Mm. I don't
2: know if I just had time in my life to binge uh, Iron Fist, but I did because I was watching this with a friend of mine and we just kind of dropped off watching it. Mm. So maybe I'll pick it up now. Just
1: watch it on my own. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix, how about um, seven shows that were canceled for ridiculous reasons and eight that could possibly be next? Uh, dun, we'll st- dun, dun. Start off with... Marco Polo. Marco. 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 Polo. Marco. <laughs> Polo. Um, Can't find me. After the first season it, that was plagued with poor reviews, Marco Polo had a very steep uphill climb to try and make it work on Netflix. Um, problem was, with yet after spending at least 180 million over two years and shooting all over the world, Marco Polo was struck down after two disappointing seasons.
0: Um,
1: actually, most who stuck around for season Two were, were more pleased, but the show had lost too many reviewers at that point. Truthfully, the show was boring. Mm. Uh, this is coming from uh, the richest.com uh Bloodline. God, why why does the the woman in this picture, she was on ER, wasn't she? Isn't she That's yeah, sure. Isn't she also Daphne on the Scooby-Doo movies? No idea. I mean not Daphne Velma on the Scooby-Doo movies. Mm. Well then. Well, Bloodline was said to have concluded after 3 seasons as opposed to have been canceled, but the show was canceled. <laughs> they say let's get this clear. This one <laughs> was a surprise to many, especially since the first season was well received. Uh the show was even nominated for numerous awards. It was also the first cancellation by Netflix of a show that has that was fairly prestigious. What happened? Well, like, well, this one, like many others on the list, it came down to money. It's a point blank. It was a money
2: issue. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Hemlock Grove, the first show to be canceled. Um, it was one of the stranger's produced shows for Netflix, and being the first show canceled, let's <clears throat> just they say, let's just say it had it coming. Uh, everything from performances to the narrative were questionable in this mess of a show. Now I'm intrigued by it. Looks like a
2: very art see
1: a promo picture there <laughs> very very emo yes uh, Lilyhammer was the second ever show cancelled by Netflix um, it was a Norwegian American show about a gangster starting a new life in Lilyhammer Norway mm-hmm. Longmire canceled uh, this, this makes you sad uh, it was canceled <laughs> for a long time yeah you know, it was canceled a long time ago it was Netflix that picked it up from a e reviving it after it was canceled um, but it only um, but after six long seasons Seasons, it was probably just best to put it out of its misery. Uh, oh, so I'm not sure. Harsh. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> how many, how many seasons Netflix kept it? Uh, I
2: think like three. I think, okay. yeah, uh, I think
1: so. Since yeah. eight was canceled. I was just recently canceled and this was one. Yeah. Uh, there was a large outcry from fans with voicing their displeasure of the cancellation, but it's been reported that it cost 9 million per episode to make. So can we say money? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Get Down also was axed because, if because of its ridiculous budget, estimated twelve million dollars per episode. Wow! The Get Down was a musical drama. Hey, right there up Jules' alley. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, between uh they're predicting is too soon to be canceled um Pompidou is too soon to be canceled or soon to be canceled uh iron Fist pred- prediction canceled after second season wow mm. well we've talked about over our mighty Marvel geeks what's the easiest way to save it go ahead and team them up with Luke Cage after Defenders and turn and even with Luke Cage to save it turn the two into you know give them both a second season and then if you want right. to continue on with them go Hero, heroes from higher. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, real Rob, which is about, um, I guess the, the day to day life of Rob Schneider. Maybe? <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby uh, Prediction canceled after second season.
2: How, uh, how after the second show. How, yeah. <laughs> how could it,
1: uh, um, flaked soon to be canceled. Marcel, great. uh, flaked is the Will Arnett comedy. Uh, um, it doesn't say much about the show. Uh, uh, Marceli or Marcel prediction canceled after second season. Girl Boss prediction soon to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Buddy Thunderstruck soon to be canceled. What, what the heck is that? <laughs>
2: <I'm> looking. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a stop. It's
1: a stop motion comedy um, that apparently doesn't appeal to the masses. I can't imagine
0: why for this. Uh, I know, right?
1: <laughs> As it stands right now, Buddy Thunderstruck. Think Talladega Nights for kids. seems <laughs> to be caught up. So <laughs> in between terms of audience. So um, we'll just leave it with that. Yeah. But there, there's been discussion of a, a movie potentially being canceled that I I don't know. Um, let's just say this is every real voice.
0: he's Bruce Wayne. That's his fake voice because I'm Batman. Uh, that yeah. was, uh, yeah, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Most impressive. <laughs> Why, thank you. Uh-huh. Hey, look, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. Uh-huh. I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. That would be, uh, I'm Batman, so, (laughs) or maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, Matt Reeves uh, the director of The Batman movie which is called The Batman The Batman it says uh he has confirmed that he is starting over with a completely new script from scratch uh on he's ignoring the script that Ben Affleck wrote and starting all over again so I guess the question is is that a good thing or a bad thing. Well, that's a good question. Uh it was they were going to be rewriting in it anyway, um but instead Matt Reeves decided to just scrap it and just start over with a whole new script. So, dumpster fire. <laughs> The, the other thing, what uh, he said in a quote, he said, uh, no, it's a new story. It's just starting again. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be really cool. Oh, boy.
1: So does this mean the, the no verse Batman means nothing
0: anymore? Well, it, it didn't anyway because it's not actually a part of the DCEU good, so we can forget all about Bane. Yes, we certainly can. Oh, that was bad. Um, <laughs> dude, that's probably <laughs> better you than mine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if bait, I can ever do it again, though. To do Bane, think Sean Connery. <laughs> But uh, my, my eyes going nuts here but i did hear that he wants to do kind of a he wants to focus more on batman being a detective in the movie mm-hmm. so that could that could be interesting yeah
1: well he is you know rajah gold does refer to
0: him as the detective yes so yeah he said that he, he did say in in i saw in another interview that he was going to have like an a little bit of a noir flavored story that focuses more on him being on his detective, the detective side of Batman, rather than like the action, you know, big explosion things. Right. So that I, I would like to see that.
2: It's going to be a fine balance to try and walk between being boring and oh, definitely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a tough one, yeah. but
0: I am intrigued. I don't know, J.K. Sim-
2: I forgot, J.K. Simmons is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Yep. yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I'd like been- to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess Deathstroke's not going to be in it because they showed. Didn't they show that uh, picture from the filming with that stroke in his uniform?
0: They showed a picture of the Deathstroke, set. but they didn't really. They kind of teased where it might be or what it might be mm-hmm. from. Yeah, and I think it was. Um, kind of suggested that it was from the Batman, but I don't think that was official.
2: Uh, okay. Or I could be completely wrong. Who knows? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Batman, I've been watching that, uh, animated series on, uh, Netflix. That's a good show.
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, which Batman? Batman Beware? Beware?
2: No, or, it's, uh, or just the Batman? A, it just says the, just Batman. the
1: Batman.
0: Just the Batman. I started watching it. I want to, I, I should get back into it. Is that the
1: That's one good. with, uh, De- be do
0: Batman, do Batman.
1: Uh, what? Uh, Jethro Bodine from the Beverly Hills movie, or uh I can't think of his character from Drew Carey show.
0: Oh yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I think, it, I think it is. I don't remember.
1: I know it's Dietrich Bader. It's his name because he's currently on American Housewife.
0: Quickly, Batman.
1: To the Google, to the interwebs. <laughs> no, no, I know. No. I'm behind on this too.
2: Reno Romano played uh, did the voice of the uh, Batman, uh-huh. and uh, Alistair Duncan uh, was Alfred. Uh-huh. It ran from uh, 2004 to
0: 2008. Yeah, Batman. Really, Batman. Yep. I don't. Remember.
2: And uh, Ming-Na Wen had a pretty big yes. Part in it. Right, yep. Detective Ellen yeah. Adam West played the mayor. Yeah, hey, Adam West. I didn't realize that Gina Gershon was uh, the Catwoman. Oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. Ram Perlman did Killer Croc. I didn't know that either. Oh wow. Huh. Robert England did the Riddler. Clancy
0: Brown did Mr. Freeze. That's awesome. What yeah. this was what years again? Two thousand and four to two thousand and eight. Yep. Yeah, that was a oh, pretty good one. Okay.
1: I, I know. this is the one that had the uh Kevin Michael Richardson as, as the Joker, right? Um,
2: Where's the Joker at? That's
0: a good question. Wow, Dana Delaney was in it. Yeah. Robert Warburg. Robert England as the Riddler. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Jerry O'Connell played Nightwing. And Frank Gorshin as Hugo Strange. Kevin Conroy played John Grayson. Uh, must, have been D- Diedrich, go ahead. Sorry. must have been Dick's father. I think that
1: was his name. Yeah. Chris Hardwick hmm. as Green Arrow. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. as Lucius Fox. Diedrich Bader huh. as Captain
0: Slash. John Larroquette <laughs> as Mirror Master. <laughs>
2: uh, A lot of big names. Chris Pratt was in the episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I definitely got
2: Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson did do the uh, Joker.
0: I definitely got to get back into watching this one.
2: Yeah, the Justice League shows up in the fifth episode or fifth fifth season. Yeah,
0: nice. That's so a good Kevin Conner, Mark Hamill's in it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I guess mm-hmm. it won some uh, some Emmys or something. Uh, Phil Lamar, it's John Stewart, right or no? Uh, Foley. Uh, There's a lot of characters. This show. Even Book Shields was
0: in one episode. I mean, <laughs> it ended up being a decent cast. Yeah, I do
1: remember this. I want to say this is the one that was on the WD uh, WB. I think so. Morning. So, <laughs> um, I mean, Rob Paulson played kid in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, I I thought it was cool, um, you know, with the Batman, another series, you know, another character is possibly making, I guess there's fan outcry to, to bring her to the big screen?
2: Ah, yes, there is. Everybody knows that we here are fans of Ahsoka Tano, the young Padawan of Anakin Skywalker, from the Clone Wars cartoon and Rebels cartoon. And there's a push for Patty Jenkins, the director of Woman, Wonder Woman, to uh, direct an Ahsoka Tano anthology movie. Mm, yeah, that would be cool. Yes. Quite, Basically, question, most of the article is, just tells her origins and what she went through and stuff. It'd be cool, but the
1: question is, with D23 this coming weekend, are they going to announce the next anthology film? Mm,
0: possibly. Oh. It is possible.
1: It's also possible that they're not. question is, if they do, who could it be? I don't think it's going to be Ahsoka.
2: Be. That's it's exactly the same <laughs> thing. Like I,
1: I don't think it's gonna be Ahsoka. I, I don't know. think so either, no.
2: Probably like Boba Fett or some but th- I think that was scrap, wasn't it?
1: I I hope it's not Boba Fett either. Mm.
2: So we've got Han Solo dumpster fire there.
1: Personally, I want to see, I
2: want to see Kenobi. That'd be good with his uh, about his time on uh, Tatooine. Yeah, yeah,
0: that'd be kind of cool.
2: Or how he how he uh, escaped uh, what was it, Order sixty six. Yeah, well,
1: we, we kind of briefly see that in uh, in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, oh, that's right. But you know what does he what does he do in between the, the time at um, on Tatooine while he's supposedly watching Luke? Mm-hmm. Any that's that's stalker,
0: old man stalker.
2: I thought that they had uh, um. What of the standalone stories in uh, the Star Wars comics that there's, are out now, they had a. Uh, there's been two. Um, yeah, Obi Wan one. Yeah, those were good.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were. One of them is um, Uncle Owen telling telling Obi Wan just stay away. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he did enough. Killing killing Anakin. He, he doesn't want the same thing happening to Luke. All right. Mm. Only to not realize that here in a bit, he's going to eventually become Barbecue
0: himself. Yes. Mm, barbecue Uncle Ben. The,
2: the one and, and uh, Aunt Peru. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: she, she was hot.
2: Oh. Uh, the, the two people that Stormtroopers actually could shoot. She, she,
0: she had a little but, sunburn. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But they're saying that. If they do do a movie, um, they want uh, Ashley Eckstein to do the voice, and they're talking about Rosario Dawson has uh, expressed interest in playing uh, Ahsoka as well in the in a movie.
0: Okay, I've heard that one. That one's been going around for a little couple weeks yeah, now. Uh, yeah, I think it has.
2: And Disney uh, loves her with uh, all her uh, roles in all of the Netflix mm. shows.
1: I th- I just think she's the wrong person for for the role. Wrong-
2: yeah, but I guess with the makeup and stuff on, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it could work it
0: could
2: she is the one bright spot of uh iron fist
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
2: she's her and um luke cage too <laughs> his girlfriend probably the best characters in the in the show
1: yeah yeah so so y'all's take on as, as my southernism comes out y'all's take on ahsoka
2: i'd love to see it i'm, I'm a fan of her but I wonder what the – I think they're talking about maybe doing the time between she left – when she left the Jedi Order and when she showed back up on, on Rebels. Rebels. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. The third or I fourth, think the book kind of deals with that. The third or fourth time
1: that I heard the character of Fulcrum. I knew it was Ahsoka. <laughs>
2: I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was that one um, guy, the spy in the. Carlos, uh, yeah,
1: It started off as Ahsoka. Was the original fulcrum that they get introduced oh, okay. to for uh, season one. Okay, and I called it after like the third or fourth time. I'm like, that's a slight for for processed voice. It's pitched a little up. Mm. I'm like, it would be so cool if this was Ahsoka. Next thing I know, it's Ahsoka. Yeah. So, well. I as we think this is a great idea having Ahsoka, Um, here's something that's going to make make us think about Hasbro and go oh, what were y'all thinking uh, now CBR presented us this article a while ago we've been sitting on it because it's it, it great fodder
0: and it's starting to get uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. at this
1: point in time <laughs> um, plastic hurts G.I. Mm-hmm. G. Joe was very innovative when it came to action figures the swivel arm battle grip revolution it's like having um, having clutch. Like, wait, he can rotate his arms in? Why can't my stormtroopers do this? <laughs> Stuck with a stiff-armed stormtrooper, but a very highly posable G.I. Joe figure. And of course, Kenner, Kenner gets bought out by Hasbro shortly after. Uh, at the time, Marvel editor-in-chief was Jim Shooter would, ap- would approach editor Larry Hammond to transform his Nick Fury versus Hydra comic book idea into what would become the new G.I. Joe. Ah. Uh-huh. Interesting.
0: hmm
1: So G.I. Joe is a Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. versus Hydra clone. <laughs> um, so Hasbro released G.I. Joe, a real American hero, action figures in 1990, 1982 as a relaunch of the original brand from the 60s <laughs> and 70s, uh, coming on the popularity of Star Wars and Micronauts. Um, but the company had no idea how it would become a pop culture phenomena. Uh, the toy production continued through 1994 and then emerged again in 1997, while the Toy line may have been incredible. There were a handful of figures that made us yell, No Joe.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, starting off with, um, you, you remember that time of the Super Bowl shuffle <laughs> when it took out Zartan and Di- Dr. Mindbender? Uh, us neither, but <laughs> oh, it, hey. did, it did bring us the exclusive mail away order, mail order offer from Hasbro. Um, God, I didn't realize it was almost two years, 87 to 89. Mm. Uh, William The Fridge Perry. The Fridge. Just what the Joes need. A Chicago Bears football player to show them how to tackle a Viper.
0: (laughs) Now, my partner on Keepers of the Fringe, Chris, was a huge um, G.I. Joe guy back in the day when we were kids. He used to come over my house with like three trash bags full of G.I. Joe stuff. And he used to love The Fridge. I remember he 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 sent away for that he was all excited about
2: it. <laughs> was he a Bears fan? No. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Uh, switching, you know,
1: clicking the link to go on to the next one. I love this. I, I'm getting distracted by this headline on the side. Spider-Man mm-hmm. Homecoming Blu-ray will have more Captain America PSAs.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> so. Um, I have to say one thing about the Spider-Man Captain America PSAs that they're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. The the last, the end credit scene, the very last one, there's two of them. There's one mid-credit and one after credit is the the end credit scene is worth sticking around for. It is absolutely hilarious. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the
1: 14th worst G.I. Joe figure, the head man. <laughs> mm. um, if you once said to yourself, you know what I need as a figure in my collection? A drug dealer? Then look no further than <laughs> head man who, who battled, right. who battled the G.I. Joe drug elimination force. I think this was that night. <laughs> this was the 92 series. This is when, yeah, this yeah. is when
2: I was starting to get bad. Yeah. Um, how, I don't understand how his goatee and mustache are black, but it looks like he's got blonde hair.
1: <laughs> so you can I know, see right? his hair against the hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 13. Yellow number 13. Dark, lawn. dark lawn. I have no clue who this is. I have
2: no idea either.
1: Dark lawn was marketed as Destro's cousin and ruler of his own country called Darklonia. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I don't even think Chris had any of these. Um,
2: Dark clown wasn't an awesome cousin. <laughs> uh,
1: he was more like he said he wasn't an awesome cousin in in the vein of Roblox to Heavy Duty. More like a cousin Oliver, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. So <laughs> enough with that. <laughs> Number twelve, Robo Joe.
2: Oof! Oh my gosh! Looks like a <laughs> master of the universe thing uh, you're playing. No, uh,
1: Robo Joe was released in 1993 as part of the Lines Star Brigade Armor Tech Division. Oof. Why couldn't they have just stayed with the original concept? But I God, I want to say the car- some of the cartoons they were putting out were based around the lines, and they were just as horrible. Yeah, but I don't. I don't remember the. The um, drug one.
2: This figure was burdened by limited articulation, which stinks because Hasbro gave him every weapon possible: a rifle, a shotgun, a machine gun, a machete, and a missile launcher.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Um number 11 grunt <laughs> he, he was he put the basic and basic training uh, despite yeah. one of the original real american heroes in 92 and debuting in issue one uh grunt is drab in a standard issue as the uniform he's wearing this could have been remarketed as the army's version of forrest gump nothing, <laughs> nothing about this guy shouts yo joe from his dab green gear and ho-hum mopey straight arms <laughs> <laughs> so um instead so the wind. Hasbro then said we should totally revamp Grunt, and then they re-released them in a, in the awesome, vibrant beige. What an improvement! <laughs> when, we play, when we played with this figure in our innocent youth, Grunt was the first casualty of war. If you are looking for a firecracker f- figure, Grunt will go first. <laughs> uh, number ten, Dial Tone. They're just. I remember Dial Tone. Yes, I did too. Um, as it, as it, as it, us or was the whole mustache and beret scheme that was condescending.
2: You're Italian you're a, from Oregon. <laughs> um not uh, Flavian from Normandy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dial Tone seems like the type of Joe that could do his job from behind a desk. He's the G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe nerd.
2: Bro, you're carrying a giant radio scrambler communications backpack. Can you even run? <laughs> yeah. Uh after
1: debuting in nineteen eighty six, Dial Tone was discontinued two years later. <laughs> Number nine, clean Oof. sweep you <laughs> Oh jeez. this is damage control. They <laughs> got this it guy directly like, uh, the from human damage bomb. control.
2: Or the human bomb from uh, DC. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, this figure was released in 1991 as part of the line's Echo Warriors figures. <laughs> clean Sweep's job was to basically get rid of ult- get rid of chemicals. Like some enlisted Mister Clean, similar <laughs> to how Zartan's skin changed color in sunlight. Clean Clean Sweep's suit would change color with water to, s- to simulate battle
0: damage or. To to identify contamination, <laughs> I like the uh, the opening line for that one. Hey, look, the GI Joe's own janitor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially must be because arts and waste management. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can't miss
1: this one, Captain Gridiron. Uh, um, it from his name to his look, Captain Gridiron loved football. To us, he's a soldier with a complex, a <laughs> former football player past his prime who cannot just let go of that game. We get it. You are the quarterback of the West Point football team, and you threw football grenades. That's cool. A totally transfer- transferable skill. <laughs> uh, number seven, rapid fire. God, this is... When did he come out?
2: Oh, those That's core scheme. <laughs> what yeah. the heck is his gun doing that green?
0: <laughs> that He's trying is, to hide in plain daylight. <laughs> right? That is quite the
1: camouflage there. Yep. It's a camouflage if you're trying to hide at a Paris runway show. Um, number six, altitude. Released in 19 19- 90, the parachute's altitude was not the most exciting of G.I. Joe figures, as there wasn't a yeah. pressing need to call dibs on Sky Recon Scout. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that one we had Halo? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, wasn't there, yeah, was it? Was that the one that came with the parachute? Because I thought one of them did come with the parachute. Yeah. Altitude yeah, did he'd...
1: come Altitude did come with a real working parachute. Oh, it did, which okay. W- which would have been cool, but it rarely opened correctly. Namely because it was wrapped <laughs> up and tucked into a backpack.
2: <laughs> Ironically,
1: this figure was just dead weight. <laughs> I remember when they had the uh, the G.I. Joe and Cobra hand gliders. Mm-hmm. They're like foam gliders. Oh, I remember that, yeah. So Number five, Scoop. Mm, uh, for some reason, I remember. Uh, a video camera does not make a great weapon. Uh, however, for some reason, in 1999, Hasbro designed a journalist army figure, which is primarily... <laughs> uh, this guy just couldn't stay back at, at back at the base with dial tone, apparently in the Marvel Comics, Scoop was chosen by the government to record and otherwise report on the G.I. Joes and their activities to Congress. <laughs> um, oh, wait. We have some breaking news. Scoop, snitch, spy, stupid figure. Die. <laughs> <laughs> um, number four. God, this looks like something out of uh, – uh, out looks of, like a uh, – Street Fighter. Weird Spider-Man with no shirt on. It is Bonsai. <laughs> Vega bonsai. from Bonsai! <laughs> Vega from Street Fighter called and wants his look back. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Um, uh. Bonsai looks like he should be at ill-fated music venue at the ill-fated see I didn't think the venue was that ill-fated because it, it had a history that he should be at CBGB's fronting his new wave punk 80s band rather than being a Chuku master in the 1993 G.I. Joe Ninja Force
2: series.
1: Hmm. Jeez. Oh, Ninja Force are we intimidated by you by coming at us with no shirt mm.
2: are those weapons mm. magenta hot pink the element of surprise not for you <laughs> this guy's whole look screams WWE he already has a finisher or special move according to his card it's called the Sushi Suzuki Slam <laughs> <laughs>
0: number
1: three DJ alright enough already with the neon and the bright colors to make matters I worse.
0: remember this one
1: DJ as a, his name subtly implies as a disc jockey that became a G.I. Joe fist bumping on the front line and dropping bombs and beats. (laughs)
0: All
1: I can think of now is a Saturday Night Live sketch of the DJ when he's going to drop the bass. And the moment he does everyone starts dying. Um, DJ debuted as a figure in, in 1989 as part of Battle Force 2000. Number two, Crystal Ball. Oh, I remember that
0: one. I remember him.
1: Um, Crystal Ball debuted in stores in 19, ni- 1987 and was most likely still there gathering dust in 1991 he <laughs> was created by novelist Stephen King and his son Owen who told Hasbro you know what's missing on Cobra a magician <laughs> way to go Stephen
2: King Uh,
1: According to his file, also written by the Kings, Cristobal is the love child of a psychic Romanian and a lady from Bangor, Maine. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And the number one ice cream soldier. Is that really his name?
0: I don't remember.
1: Apparently. That one. Apparently so. Uh, where do you even begin with this one? First, his name is awful. Is he literally fighting for or with ice cream? Second, he's just another barbecue. What is uh, <laughs> what is ice cream soldier supposed to mean? How could strike fear into the enemy? <laughs> Does he throw banana cream pies at people? Was it named by a toddler? We bet good money the person who named this figure was probably fired. The most iconic part, he used. To Is a flamethrower as his weapon.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. There's some bad ones. Yeah, Yeah, well, they can't all be winners. Nope. No, they can't. So, but they can definitely be losers.
1: <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. No, Joe. <laughs> so, um, I think that's all we got this week.
2: Ending on a high
1: note. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, ending ending on the note. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts? Oh, I got one thing. I have, finally, I started watching the other day Glow on Netflix. Isn't it great? Ah. Yes, I'm enjoying it quite, quite a bit. W- Wait... I was surprised with the with a couple of the scenes in the first episode. Mm. Uh
1: and you know what I'm talking about <laughs> obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I am on episode 5 now. I think I I
1: binged it in 2 days. I had all but the final episode done in first day and then I finished it the next day. <laughs> um
0: Yeah, it's really really good.
1: Yeah. I I I enjoyed it. Um I was a fan of the original series when it came out. Yeah, me too. Um I love how there's it, it's it's definitely not a copy of the series i mean right, it, yeah. it's it's based on what actually happened but they gave it its own spin and twist so it right. has its
0: own storyline
1: but i could totally see where these girl or these ladies could actually turn this into a legit wrestling show
0: right so, that would be awesome I want to watch the uh, the documentary, too. The documentary, be- this-
1: documentary is great. Is it? Yeah.
0: I would, I would love – I would almost love to see
1: um, Liberty Bell. Mm. It's the first time we see that person. <laughs> they're, they're at a gym, and she starts leaking because she just gave birth. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That was hilarious.
1: I would would love to see that happen during a
0: match. (laughs) But
1: I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to get to that final episode and you're going to go, I want more. Mm. I want more.
0: I can already feel it.
1: Well, I'm going to say, I I want more. (laughs) Um, Check out the homepage, WeBeGeeks.net. Check out our f- affiliates, ripped apparel, um, superhero stuff.com, who they are running for not prime day but prime week. Uh fifty percent off over a thousand items. So click the mm-hmm. link and, and go check out. Superhero stuff, uh, comic bento, great way to, to increase your comic or your graphic novel collection. On the, in the menu is a link to our T public page and starting around the 21st, uh, the site will have a 20% off sale. So you can get huh? Weebie Geeks swag for a little cheaper. Nice. So, um, contact us at Weebie Geeks at WeebieGeeks.net. Um, find us on Facebook, Twitter at Weeby Geeks. Well, Facebook at Weeby Geeks PC, Twitter at Weeby Geeks. Um, Anything else?
0: Nope, I don't think so. I
1: think that's it. Well, oh, check out our videos on YouTube at we Be Geeks Declassified. There we go. Yeah, catch Derek over on Keepers of the Fringe and Wookie Radio, along with myself. Yes, indeed. And you got anything else going, Brett? Besides?
2: No, just see you guys for now. Yep. That could change.
0: <laughs>
1: so, well, until next time. Want to know more? <laughs>